That's about Yeah, that is a little odd. That is a lot. Uh, we mentioned that Joe Brady may be pocketing for what Dave Arane is going to leave behind, and maybe he should. And he rightfully was, so. And this kind of shows you where we are in college football in 2019. The passing game coordinator, not the play caller, not the offensive coordinator, Joe Brady has won the Broyles Award for the top college football assistant coach. I say pay him and Insminger a ton of money. I think they both had a lot to do with the success there this year. And finally, ULM concludes its three-game homestand against Grambling on Tuesday. The uh, Warhawks have won 14 consecutive regular season games inside Fantview and Coliseum. In addition, the Warhawks 18-3 in its last 21 home games, including 4-0 this season. If you're noticing a trend, the Warhawks are good at home. Yeah, they're okay. Have, have fun in uh, Cincy this weekend. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, yeah, I appreciate I'm it. planning on you not being on the show on Tuesday. Yeah, but. Because you're flying back. But if you are if you do make it back, you're, well, your spot's safe. No, I mean, I'm we we land at, we're just land at two. And if all that goes well, I will uh, get married to just Well, you know you're more than here. willing to come in at four if you have to. So. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, I still should be on time. Uh, Mary is going to get a, a Christmas gift of hers early, so she's going to drop me off. And then we're immediately, uh, she's going to immediately go and get our. Uh, New addition to the home, what? which will be a Himalayan Persian. Hmm. This beautiful, beautiful cat that I don't know if we have a name for yet, but uh, maybe Brady. So, uh, well, it's a girl. <laughs> it can still because yes. she's a girl. Sorry, Mary. I think they're going with like Sophia or something. Giselle. Yeah, you're right. You know, I think Same. that was recommended. So, uh, yeah, Mary's getting to see two girls for Christmas. <laughs> she's getting high five. All right. Yeah. Have fun in uh, burrowing for the Bangor. We'll uh, do it, brother. Look Bungling for me for with the shirt. Okay. I'll do it. All I right. love you, brother. Yeah, well, you shouldn't Thanks, be hard. everybody. You for shouldn't the be hard to miss at the Bengals game. Not um, great, great interaction from you, the audience today. That's what it's all about. For Kevo, for KC, Sean Fox. We'll be back same time tomorrow at 3 o'clock for another edition of the company. This has been The Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m. for more Sports Company on Sports Talk 977. You can't overreact to any one game. But can you overreact? To get the rest of what Clay Travis said, podcast it by searching Outkick the Coverage. And as always, you can hear Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific right here on Fox Sports Radio. You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. Hey! The rankings don't matter. It's who you play and where you play. I'm telling you, for college football, the reason that LSU and Ohio State are haggling and have, you know, after the Big Ten championship, I look at Ohio State, they got to be the number one team in the country. And after the SEC championship game, LSU's got to be the national, the best. It's because of Clemson. I actually think if I'm Clemson, I take this as a massive amount of respect. It's like how I would take it if somebody asked me if I was on steroids. That's a compliment. It's a compliment for Clemson to have Ohio State and LSU fight and haggle over who's number one. They don't care who's number one. What they care about is who gets to play Oklahoma instead of who gets to play Clemson. For the record, 
LSU deserves to be the number one team. The Doug Gottlieb Show, weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. I hate to say I told you so. Jason Smith. No, you don't. Mike Harmon. No, no, I don't really. It's, I really like to do it. Two guys, two best friends. People, let me tell you about my best friend. He's a warm-hearted person who loves me till the end. <laughs> two of the best in the business. I said butt cheeks, that's it. <laughs> And they reside on the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Weeknights at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. There are two words that describe these two guys. I said it, and I'll say it again. Dream Team. I think you're right. And this dream team is in the house. They're strong. They're physical. Chris Broussard. Rob Parker. They're athletic. They're tough. And they have a show called The Odd Couple. It just feels natural. You can hear it right here. I'm excited about it. 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. It's time for the First National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech sports news. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside tech football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by O'Neill Gas, Brister's Smokehouse, Acme Glass, Dairy Queen, Walpole Tire, and Ideal Portable Buildings. Text us on the Fairway Carts text line at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. Let's go. BC, bye week back, Haynes. John Tabor's running the board. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. We're back again for the next 90 minutes discussing all things Louisiana Tech athletics. Mr. Haynes, welcome back. I don't know if you can call me bye week back anymore. We don't have a game this weekend. That's true. I'm in here. That's true. But hey, Put in the extra work, BC. We got a ball dude, game. Dude, it's... It's it's there. It's there. Uh, you, I can't get as rid long of it. as you are with Blue Tech Blue Weekly Radio Show. Oh. You, I so mean now, now, now if we can if we can merge it over to the um to the website as well. Oh, like in, get, like in your byline. That would be in nice. quotes bi week. I do Beck right Haynes. now. My my little handle is just a generic, you know, tbh15. I could change it to bi week back Ben. And, you know, I've honestly felt a little convicted Ooh. today. I, I thought maybe I need to get a little more involved on the message board. We would take it. Though I get really nervous. I'm not going to lie. Hey, it's all right. It's all right. Hey, listen, let's go ahead and thank our sponsors, First National Bank, Fairway Carts, Walpole Tire, Dairy Queen, Ideal Portable Buildings, Acme Glass, Brister Smokehouse, and O'Neill Gas. Speaking of our title sponsor, First National Bank, of course, Beck, Louisiana Tech, Accepts a berth to the Independence Bowl December 26th, taking on the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, First National Bank will have a tailgate in Shreveport. So if you're looking. That is nice. Oh, absolutely. If you're looking for some some good food, go over and check them out, First National Bank. Of course, you can call us. You can text us on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762. Beck, what you been up to lately? Oh, BC, not going to lie, smack dab in the middle of hunting season. Oh, didn't see uh, anything out there. Sprink- oh, yeah, I've been seeing them. Just, you know, a few hogs. A few hogs. Did shoot a hog right in the face. 
the other day. Not bad. Not bad. A little work here and there, working on the house. Ben, you know, doing some stuff with Just the family. Doing what you do. You know, I will say, uh, shout out to uh, Mrs. Bleed Tech Blue. She, uh, ben she brought can me do a, it all. Ben, ben bought me a present today and kept saying it was a... You know, here's a present. I thought he was joking. BTB Radio uh, Christmas party yeah. tonight. BTB Radio Christmas. Got some red bulldog socks from Miss uh, Miss Bleed Tech Blue, so I'm uh, feeling pretty lucky tonight. That's nice. It's a good gift. Hey, you'll look pretty good in them, I'll say. Don't use them on the stand, though. Stick with the camo. I'm going to stick with camo, Ben. Uh, why, don't you, uh, why don't you tell the listeners out there what you've been doing? You've been busy. Bang. I'll be Trying on- to break the bowl. Game news, BC. Well, Beck, I'll be honest with you. The last week has been a little rough. BC's been under the weather. Fighting a severe cold, but hey, I'm a grinder. No bye weeks for BC. No bye weeks. Like you said, Louisiana Tech learned their bowl fate Sunday afternoon. I believe it was around 1 o'clock uh, when we found out the news. Uh, Bulldogs going to the Independence Bowl uh, to take on the Miami Hurricanes December 26th, 3 p.m. kickoff. That's following Christmas Day. You know, I'm not mad about that. I'm not. Not a whole lot. You know, You get to play a quality opponent opponent that will certainly bring plenty of storylines to Shreveport. Right, yeah. And, I, you know, Ben, we've gotten the whole myriad of mixed reactions about this bowl. And here's the deal. We went to Dallas two or three years in a row. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Then go to Hawaii. Yeah, Shreveport's going to feel a little lame compared to all those. Oh, obviously. But, has to even out at some point. Yeah, it does have to even out. And I think, honestly, that's that's a win for the program to be spend a few years in Dallas, go on a big one-off trip, and then another one close to home. I mean, you got to think about this from a recruiting standpoint, from an opponent standpoint. From a fan base standpoint. Fan base, I mean, it's essentially a home game. I know Shreveport ain't sexy. Trust me. I live there. I don't want to even talk about it, okay? <laughs> I don't claim it. Don't ask me where I went to high school. Ain't going to tell you, okay? <laughs> so I, I don't like Shreveport just as much as the next guy, but – it's important. We have a lot of alumni over there. Ben, this is a good thing for the program. And honestly, we would have not played this quality of an opponent anywhere else. I, I don't think we would have. It, it would have been like a 6-6 six and six MAC team, and nobody wants to watch us whoop up on App State. All right? It would have happened. Without a doubt. No they doubt. They didn't go 6-6, six and six, though. Yeah, no doubt. That's true, too, Ben. But you know what I'm saying. But, you know, you look at the you know the game and the storylines, and obviously Miami's 6-6, six and six, uh, lost their final two uh, games of the regular season, I believe, to Georgia Tech and Duke. Uh, two programs that I know you expected Miami to beat. Yeah, I did. And that's the other thing. Totally, there's not a probably another opponent outside of, <laughs> uh, I don't know. But to have the kind of ties to oh, the Manny coaching Diaz. staff. Manny Diaz and Blake Baker. I mean, they were just here a couple years ago. Yeah. Also, you Jonathan Patkey. You don't know about nope. him, but he's the outside linebackers coach. Spent a year on Tech staff as a GA back when Manny was here. So, Plenty of Louisiana yeah, Tech ties. So, I mean, you take this game and you put it in a better destination, everybody is fired up. Yeah. And Let's that, just be glad we only have to drive an hour, Ben. All right, hour 20, but we'll take it. I don't know how slow you're driving, Ben. Traffic. Maybe you do a little escape. Traffic. Hey, let's not talk about the old escape tonight. All right, so let's let's talk about this ball game Now, obviously, Louisiana Tech's 9-3, and three, and Lane and I discussed it last week. This, this Lane year, Kippen? Yeah, Lane Kiffin. We'll talk about the Kiffinator here in a bit. But, you know, this season for Louisiana Tech is always going to be thought of, for quite some time at least, of what could it have been. But at the end of the day, you're 9-3. and three. Miami's 6-6. Six and six. We know about Miami's brand uh, that surrounds their program, the national championships, the, the Larry Cokers, the Butch Davises, the Ken Dorseys, Sean Taylors, 
Clinton Portis, Frank Gore still toting the rock in the NFL. We could go on and on. Uh, Vince Wilfork, you know, still toting the refrigerator around on his belly. You know, there's so many different things that we could talk about in this matchup. And, you know, I was reading uh, the Athletics. Stuart Mandel ranked all 39 bowl games, and he ranked Louisiana Tech and Miami as the 24th game out of 39. And, you know, in recent years, when you look at the bowl games Tech has been in, hasn't been much of a much of an entry from a national perspective. But I think when you look at these two teams, what Tech's accomplished, trying to win 10 games for the first time since 1984, Miami really trying to establish an identity, trying to get uh, their program back competitive on a national level under Manny Diaz, is certainly an intriguing matchup. And like you said, uh, Tech folks are definitely going to have an opportunity to come out and support. And I personally think we're going to see a phenomenal crowd come December 26th. Yeah, I do too. And everybody's, you know, we've had a, a lot of time to sit on this season and, and even the destination of the bowl game. But, you know, as you and I like to say, Tech fans will, will whine about it for a while, but then they'll go to the game. And they'll – That's how it works. It's just how it works. And that's just part of being a fan. We talk about that all the time. Fans, it's short for fanatic. And, you know, there's things as fans that we don't like. But at the end of the day, for the most part, we're going to support the dogs. So get your, get your little Christmas, a little fun time with Santa. Come back into town. Take the Christmas lights out and come to Independence Bring Stadium. Bring the kids, 3 o'clock kickoff. It's perfect. Oh, absolutely. And we'll have Manny Navarro, beat writer for Miami, working for the Athletic, join us tonight at 630 uh, to discuss Miami's season. Uh, we'll also discuss the Hurricanes in this next segment, a little bit of what they've went through uh, discuss a little bit of the recruiting classes, some of the talent that they do have on that roster. You know, they're a lot better uh, from a talent perspective than a six and six club uh, might appear to be. But Beck, let's shift gears a little bit. Shift them. Don't know if you saw it. Amik Robertson, first team All American from the Football Writers Association, uh, well-known publication. You know, you talk about Robertson's junior year: sixty tackles, eight tackles for loss. Five interceptions, one sack, 21 passes defended. You know, number one in our hearts. You could go on and on about Mr. Robertson. You said All-American? First team All-American. So they're saying he's top two quarterbacks in the country. Yes, correct. Prestigious honor. That's a pretty big deal. That's a big deal. Not going to lie. I Happy didn't, for I the young that. man. <laughs> Happy for the young so, man. But. We, we've been talking today just about that. Like some, I know that every media outlet is different, but there's some that don't even have them listed in the top 20 in the country. Which is absurd. Is it just a, I mean, is that just a being Louisiana well, Tech down here? Well, and I think some of the, you know, some of that that we were discussing were the draft rankings. And we could talk about, you know, if Amik enters the draft. And I know there was one report yesterday that said he was entering the draft early and uh, he was going to forego and not play the bowl game. Listen, I haven't heard any of that chatter yet, so I'm not going to jump to that conclusion. But if Amik was to go to the NFL, listen, the question you have to ask is, let's be honest, he's 5'9", let's say 180 pounds. On paper. How, how much more could you accomplish as viewer him? Yeah, you could come back next year and have eight interceptions and, and potentially work your way up draft boards. But at the end of the day, what are they always going to say? He's too small to yeah. play in the NFL. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. And we kind of had this discussion when he was his sophomore year. Yep. Just we weren't hearing much from him because teams weren't throwing to him. So if he's an All-American this year, 
how much less is a team going to throw to him next year? Yeah, they Even, ain't going to. They ain't going to do it. And he's still going to make plays, and he's still going to be a contributing factor if he came back next year. But like Ben's saying, I just don't think it's worth it for him to risk injury and to go through another year to potentially not put up any flashier stats than he did this year because they're just not going to throw to him. Absolutely agree. Is that a good point? That's a great point. I'm a genius. You are. So looking at some Conference USA honors for the Bulldogs today, uh, of course, Amik Robertson named first-team all-conference. Quarterback Jamar Smith named first-team as well. Uh, looking at the second-team, Le- safety Legereus Sneed, nose tackle Courtney Wallace, running back Justin Henderson, right guard Ethan Reed, kicker Bailey Hill, and our boy, the deep snapper, Reeves Blankenship. Yeah, shout-out to Reeves. Second year in a row being all-conference. Is that right, Ben? Doing it all. I mean, Quick doesn't snaps. get enough credit, but... I tell you what, a couple of bad snaps, you'll start noticing the deep snappers, so good for Reeves. Absolutely. Smoke Harris, B.J. Williamson also named to the all-freshman team. And, Beck, let's go ahead and get this out of the way. We made a bet, and I told you Jamar Smith would be a first-team all-conference quarterback in one of his last two years. That's that. Well, here we are. I think I, you, we did have that conversation, BC but I think the conversation football. was for two years. Tapes, what was the conversation? Was it for one Tapes year or doesn't two? remember. He's been listening to you for years. I think it was one year. It was – no, it was – you said two years, and I was absolutely against that. One year, I could have – I could see how he could have snuck – honestly, who's been his competition? I tell you, it ain't Jack Abraham. Well, back, I can tell you one thing. You like to say that I could see it happening. Well, you don't see a whole lot happening with football. Have you checked out your fantasy team? Been a rough year, Ben. My first uh, rounds one through five draft picks have been just, I don't know, out with every type of injury you can imagine. Tapes will get a kick out of this. Let me let me just let our listeners hear this. Beck's on his way to a last place finish for the third time in five years. <laughs> There's no, I don't have a lot. If you, let me I don't ask, have a good comeback for that. And let me ask it's you It's tough this. to come back from that. There is none. But this is my only excuse. I'm the commish of this fantastic league. And the first two Karma. years. No. First two years, I was spending so much time commissioning the league that I forgot to commission my own team. Yeah. Well, let me tell you this. If you don't have anything to do as a normal American citizen, heck, we might reach into the international portion of the world as well. But if you don't have anything to do, please friend request Beck on Facebook. His punishment for being last place in our league. Has it got to be on Facebook? Yeah. He'll have to put a pie in his face for 30 days at 2 a.m. I might have to shave the old beard, Ben, for quick cleanup. <laughs> you are. Wife's not going to like that, oh, BC. Miss co-host BTP is going to be a little <laughs> upset. I told her about this the other day, and she just gave me a look of... Did I marry a child? I just got that look from her, and I was. When it comes to fantasy football, yes, I I don't know what happens. I don't I, I feel good about blame it. blame Adam Thielen. Well, I will say this: like three out of the first four weeks, I was top scoring team you of the were. week. You then were. everybody got hurt. It's not how you start; it's how you finish. I know it. Looking at some former Bulldogs in the NFL, Jalen Ferguson, the Baltimore Ravens pick up their ninth straight win. Mister Ferguson had a nice day: two tackles for loss. Also had one sack. Vernon Butler, Carolina Panthers, got it handed to him by the Falcons, but he had two tackles for loss and a sack as well. Ron Allen, back in the league. Yeah. <laughs> Took a little one- or two-week so, hiatus, but he's back. So they cut him and then signed him back? Yep. Punter got hurt again. Again. Yep. Done for the year, Ron Allen. So Ron Allen gets on for a little bit, gets cut, heads to the house. Before he even walks in the front door, gets called back. 
Yep. Comes back in the so, back door of the facility. <laughs> did he punt well this week? Yeah, four punts, 44 yards of boot. It's not bad. Give the left-footed kicker some credit. And, Beck, did you get a chance to watch Monday Night Football? I mean, got a question before we get there. Is that a situation where they're signing him like, hey, we're just signing you until I, our punter comes back? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't. That's got to be like, he ain't dumb. That's got to be a, 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 a situation where either he knows it or they're like, hey, we need a guy. But you're also auditioning for other teams as well. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, nobody's going to turn down. They're like, oh, I'm not doing this unless you want me full time. But for Ryan, I mean, it's kind of strange. It is a little strange. But like, Beck, guys, I don't know if I can go to the beach next week. I may be kicking the NFL. Beck, did you get a chance to watch Monday Night Football? It's I a did, little Beck. rainy. But how about our boy Boston Scott putting the team on his back? 128 total yards. Also had a tutty. All in the second half, right? Literally kept the Eagles in the playoff race. That's pretty wild. Put a dude on skates as well. If they, if you weren't watching, it was 17-3 to Eli's Giants going into half. And Ooh. then I guess the Eagles went into the locker room and said, we got to figure something out. Boston said, Coach, I'm ready. Boston got on a stool, tapped Coach on the shoulder and said, hey, how about me? I'm ready, Coach. I'm ready, Coach. 128 yards. I'm pretty sure most, if not all of them, came in the second half. Yeah. They think, came back and won in over. They won 14 of 128. Came back and won in overtime. Unbelievable. Love Boston Scott. Good friend of the program. I mean, it touched the ball seven, eight yards automatically. Good friend of the program. Couldn't see him back there. Before you know it, he's past you. Good friend of the program. Let's go ahead take a quick timeout. When we come back from the break, we're going to touch on a few more key points before we discuss the Miami Hurricanes, you're listening. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. Uncommon, how would you describe it? Would it be above the ordinary? Outstanding? Exceptional? First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank, is above the ordinary. An outstanding bank dedicated to exceptional customer service, trust, and courtesy. First National Bank, we promise to be uncommon in all the things we do. Member FDIC. Walpole Tire and Service has been a proud LaTeX supporter for over 60 years. So when the Bulldogs hit the field or hardwood, make sure your vehicle is game ready. Let the staff at Walpole get you safely to and from the game with brake repair, alignments, and computer diagnostics, plus all major brands of tires, including Goodyear, Michelin, and BF Goodrich. Walpole Tire and Service, a name you can trust. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Got a lot of stuff? Ideal Portable Buildings has what you need. A new custom-built portable building built with quality materials at low prices no one will beat. Ideal also carries dirts and portable buildings in all sizes from a garden shed to a lofted barn cabin. And keep all your stuff covered with a new Eagle Carport from Ideal. Rent to own with no credit check and 12 months same as cash with approved credit. Find Ideal Portable Buildings on Facebook or call 699-9426. all the time. Excuse me? No, it doesn't. You always alert me. My point exactly. Cars that have forward-facing cameras need to be recalibrated when you replace the windshield. How would I know that? Most people don't. Next time, take it to Acme Glass and Mirror. They were the first one in the region that could replace your windshield and recalibrate your forward-facing camera. And unlike taking it to a dealership and paying out of pocket, Acme will bill your insurance. It's that easy. Thanks. I'm going to Acme Glass and Mirror. 
Ready for a healthy dose of Louisiana Tech sports. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank, is back on the radio. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Ben Carlisle, Beck Haynes, John Tabor running the board. Certainly been an enthusiastic start to the show and to help us carry it on on the Fairway Carts hotline. Good friend of the program, Rafe, joins us. Rafe, what you got for us tonight? Man, I'm 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 you know having a having a good night so far, but I, I really want to make this point uh, as it relates to the Independence Bowl. You know the um, it was a weird season. You know, there's a lot of what could have been, and you know where where could we have been ranked if their suspensions didn't happen and all that. And those are legitimate you know questions that we all have. But the bottom line is we got a we got a good matchup in a bowl that's you know, um, close. I think the Independence Bowl tries as hard as they can to accommodate the players and make it fun for them. And, you know, they basically pamper them. You know, they, they really do a, a good job of trying to take care of the teams. As for our fans, you know, the most distasteful thing for me about Shreveport exposure is that there's some of the population that thinks they're a little too big time for Louisiana Tech, that they want to support a big-time program and so forth. You know, yeah, I agree with that. They, they want national attention, and they want to kind of attach themselves to, to that. And and I, that's understandable. That's I mean, I understand that. But, but it is distasteful whenever you have uh, a school that, down the road that puts people in the league that has legitimate NFL talent all over the place, and it's proven, proven last night. You know, we, we have players not like we're playing you know peewee football here we've got good players we've got a, we run a clean program overall it's um it's it's, it's distasteful whenever i hear people especially tech alums talk like that but it's equally distasteful to me for tech people to kind of put turn their nose up at shreveport and act like oh we're too good for them you know because that that's kind of the same thing that you're getting from some of the population of Freeport, and and the bottom line is that's it's this is a major place where, where we recruit. It's a place where we need to be visible. It's a place if you're going to draw fans, you're going to draw them from this metropolis. I mean, if you want to call it that, this is where the fans are going to come from. And I think that Tech fans need to get accustomed to embracing that at some level and not that we, i don't want to play games here you know during the regular season home games or do all that but it definitely is an opportunity for tech to put on its best face you know as far as the the attendance at the game you know how the team performs how how we carry ourselves throughout the the bowl week with our players and coaches and so forth and because media stuff with a lot of interviews and things like that so PR um, program for for our pro, for tech, you know, for our university, and 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 it could probably play dividends going down the line because you have people like Amik or Boston Scott who are too small to play, so to speak, and they're not. They they have enough heart, they have enough talent to play at the next level, and they can get in, play play early, you know, even if they have to walk on and get in, and get a chance to play and. 
you get drafted. It's probably the easier way, so to speak, to get drafted for some players. So that's that's my rant for for tonight. You know, I mean, I don't know what you guys think about that, but that's what's on my mind. Well, I hear you, Rave. I see what you're saying, but here's the deal with with it is a business trip. Tech has to go and win that game, and it's good for recruiting and all that. But I don't I don't blame the players for a bowl game being associated with a with a vacation, a fun trip, some a destination they want to travel to, and this is uh, something that they've earned the right to go do. I get their disappointment about driving an hour down the road to someplace that's really familiar and that doesn't have a lot to do in the city. Granted, it's good for recruiting, good for the fan base, all that. So I, I completely understand the two different sides of that spectrum from a fan perspective and a player perspective. I get it. I don't. Well, I see why they don't, they're not fired up. And I'll add to that, too. And I think you make a good point, Rafe, when you talk about how, how Shreveport wants to associate themselves with a bigger-name school. And, you know, on the opposite side, you know, Tech fans don't necessarily – want to go to the eyeball, whether whether you think the eyeballs turned its nose up at Tech or whatever it may be. I think both sides could benefit from the, the coming together and really trying to generate it being more of a Tech town, so to speak. Right. I mean, that's what, I mean, ball games, if they're not in a destination city, you know, that's going to be, that's going to be something. I mean, you're you're not going to have as many sites to see. But yeah. as far as people trying to offer you entertainment options and give you some, um, you know, packages to to take home and food to eat and things like that, they're going to they're going to end and be. But you know, the bottom line is this city is not you know it's not as fascinating as some places where you could go. But you're playing Miami. You know, that's that's that. They're real close to um, to your fan base, and so you generate some enthusiasm that way. I, I don't know if we have to win the game, so I mean, I hope we win the game. But I think just to be in the game at this point is is a blessing in disguise because of you know because of how everything turned out. This is the best possible outcome. I mean, I, I can't think of a. I mean, I would rather play Appalachian State just because I'm interested to see what would happen. But and go to New Orleans, but I've been to New Orleans, you know, twenty times, and, and so you know, it's 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 everybody has their preference. But as a fan, I think it's it's really a big opportunity for our program. Absolutely, Rafe. Certainly appreciate the call tonight. All right, man. Thank you. You can call us just like Rafe did on the Fairway Car Hotline eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. We'd love to hear your thoughts on Louisiana Tech's bowl game against Miami. So, Beck, just to touch on a few more things we didn't get to in that first segment, uh, you know, Dunkin' Dogs, they go on the road last Thursday. They knock off Mississippi State 74-67 in Starkville. Huge win for the program. Almost felt like, you know, a season-defining type win. They follow that up. Uh, I know it's not easy to go on the road and win. I know Sam Houston State's a quality program, but it kind of lets the wind out of your sails a little bit. You lose seventy-one sixty-eight, and to me, like it, it feels like this is this is like this is being a Tech fan, like the ups and downs. Yeah, but that's a little early, BC. I mean, oh, I, you I, don't yeah, want to jump yeah, on it. I don't even want to jump on that train yet, Ben. Okay. I mean, Duke just lost to SFA. Yeah. Well, yeah. Tech and Duke comparable. Comparable. Pretty comparable, Ben. I'm just saying, I'm not ready to jump off the train just yet. Let's get down the stretch. Let's get into conference a little bit. Before we start talking about losing, dropping games to teams we should beat. Absolutely. All right. I'm sorry, a little premature. Just, just relax, BC. All right. A little premature. Lady Texters defeat McNeese 79 54 last Thursday night. 
They fall at Houston Sunday afternoon, 67-53. Uh, they're now 5-3 and three overall. Uh, both the Lady Texters and the Duncan Dogs uh, will be at home this weekend. I think the Lady Texters play at home on Friday and Monday. Uh, Duncan Dogs will play at home Saturday against ULL. And they'll also play at home, I believe, next Tuesday night against Miss, or against North Carolina Central. Uh, if you'd like to win tickets to either one of those games, uh, both Lady Texers and Duncan Dogs, you can text us your name on the Fairway Carts hotline in La Tech, uh, 888-993-7762. We have some tickets to give away, uh, so make sure to text us on the text line to win your pair of tickets. Elsewhere, Beck, there's been so many different coaching changes around the country. And you mentioned in the first segment, Lane Kiffin on the move. FAU, first off, they just stomp UAB and just throw them in the ocean out in Boca, 49-6. to And Kiffin bolts, the, uh, I believe, like five hours later to go to Ole Miss. So Kiffin to Ole Miss. What'd you, what'd five you think? hours? Is that a true stat? I, about three probably, but I threw out really? five, Is so it, you're going to deal happens? with it. Yeah, it was pretty quick. It was pretty quick. He agreed to the deal with Ole Miss pretty quick following the game. Okay. Pretty quick. So, you think you think Lane Kiffin's going to do a job in the SEC? Oh, Ben, I think him and Ole Miss just are a perfect, happy couple in marriage. I just think Ole Miss is the type of school that can handle a guy like him, and he's He's looking, certainly going to make it interesting. I mean, they're going to they're gonna appreciate some of his, little, his antics. Some pretty ladies in Oxford. Certainly. <laughs> So the FAU job remains open at the current time. Jeff Trailer, running backs coach from Arkansas, has been hired as the new head coach at UTSA. UTSA going to the well once again after previously hiring Frank Wilson, running backs coach at LSU. Maybe they didn't learn their lesson. Maybe Jeff Trailer's a pretty good coach. Whew. We'll certainly find out. Uh, Ricky Rane hired as the new head coach at Old Dominion, uh, formerly the offensive coordinator at Penn State. So two of the three Open jobs in Conference USA have been filled. So let's go ahead, Taves. Let's jump to our next timeout. Uh, we come back from the break. We'll be joined by Manny Navarro, uh, beat writer for the Hurricanes of Miami for the Athletic. We'll discuss the 6-6 six and six Hurricanes. You're listening to Bleed Take Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. Sports Talk 977 is presented by the injury attorney Jeff Guerrero in Monroe. If you or someone you know has been injured in an accident or has been the victim of medical malpractice, do what thousands of others have done. Go Guerrero. Walpole Tire and Service has been a proud LaTex supporter for over 60 years. So when the Bulldogs hit the field or hardwood, make sure your vehicle is game ready. Let the staff at Walpole get you safely to and from the game with brake repair, alignments, and computer diagnostics, plus all major brands of tires, including Goodyear, Michelin, and BF Goodrich. Walpole Tire and Service, a name you can trust. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. At First National Bank, we have a strong team of bankers who are dedicated to meeting the needs and dreams of our customers. With competitive rates, tailored loans, and exceptional customer service, your experience with us is sure to be like no other. We invite you to come tailgate before every Louisiana Tech home game. First National Bank, we are the uncommon bank. Visit us online at fn.bank, member FDIC. 
DQ fans ready for the crazy flavor you crave on the classic chicken strips you love? DQ Sauced and Tossed Chicken Strip Basket is back with your choice of palate-pleasing honey barbecue glaze or new spicy sweet glaze with Frank's Red Hot. Get four Sauced and Tossed All-White Meat Strips, Crispy Fries, and Ranch all in one basket. This much flavor in a one-meal deal is a no-brainer. All you have to do now is choose the sauce. Try the Sauced and Tossed Chicken Strip Basket today only at your DQ. And don't forget your blizzard. Remember the moment. I'll never forget that moment. As long as I live. As long as I live. A storage tank rupture, and for miles, chemicals were pushing up against the riverbanks. This was a big, big deal, and it was going to have a serious impact on communities up and down the river. I remember the moment this local guy came up to me and said, they call the guard out for this stuff? You probably thought we were all about hurricanes, tornadoes, fighting Mother Nature. Hey, it's a chemical spill. It's a disaster. It affects the water supply, threatens wildlife. We're talking about the health of entire communities and people's livelihoods. You bet we're ready for these kinds of things. We were out there with booms to prevent the spill from expanding. We were responsible for protecting and monitoring the sensitive wetlands. I also remember the moment that same guy came up to me and said, I don't know what we would have done if they hadn't called the guard up. Learn more about how you can protect your friends, families, neighbors, and the environment. Everything that makes up your community. Go to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Want to find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Car Top Line, 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Ben Carlisle, Beck Haynes. John Tabor's running the board. Beck. No, that was a, that was a good call from Rafe. And you, you talk about the opponent in Miami and... Uh, obviously, uh, a well-known national program under Manny Diaz now in his first season, really wrapping up his first season as the head coach in Miami uh, as Tapes attempts to get Manny Navarro on the line, beat writer uh, from the Athletic. And, and you know, you, you look at these this team and, and how their season has gone. Obviously, if you're, you're the coach at Miami, you don't come in with expectations, especially from your fan base of going six and six overall, but you are six and six and and you look at some games on their schedule and you know, they lost to number eight Florida and that's the only ranked team they've lost to all year. So like, Hey, we got a rank loss. Yeah. And so let's not kid ourselves and act like they've been beaten by a bunch of programs that are further along than they are. So you look at some of their losses, you know, Florida's obviously pretty good. 10 and two North Carolina's a six and six team. Virginia Tech finished 8-4. and four. Of course, uh, Justin Fuente continues to do a nice job up there. Georgia Tech, just flat-out terrible. They lose to them in overtime. And then, of course, uh, you lose the two games to end the year to Florida International and Duke. And, you know, neither one of those teams were all that good by any means. And so you kind of wonder how things are going. And then you look at some of the wins that they've had. Uh, you beat Bethune-Cookman, who's terrible, uh, you barely squeaked by Central Michigan, seventeen to twelve. Uh, 
you barely, you know, Virginia's good, but you only score 17 points in that win. You only score 16 points against Pitt. Yeah, I was going to ask, is this offensive struggles? I mean, what's the deal? It, nah, it, you got two defensive-minded well, coaches. You'd think it wouldn't be that. No, it, it's not the defense. And, you know, I talked to a couple of guys in Coral Gables this week, and, you know, you talk about the offense and Jaron Williams, the redshirt freshman quarterback. It's been up and down throughout the year. You look at his numbers on paper, he's been pretty good. 19 touchdowns, only six interceptions completing 63% of his throws, but at the same time, he's a redshirt freshman. He struggles to read zone defenses. He has some of those, you know, some of those growing pains that you expect. I know they went to the sophomore Perry in the middle of the year. Uh, He's not a great thrower. Uh, It's been, you know, these guys that have watched some of Tech's film compared him a little bit to Jamar in the fact that, you know, he has a good arm, good accuracy, but it just doesn't all click. Uh, you know, throughout four quarters of a game. So it's really interesting to see this team because they are really good on defense. They're a team that they're going to bring a tremendous amount of pressure. I don't know if you remember back to 2014, Beck, but uh, May Diaz likes to pressure the quarterback. I don't remember that. Loves to pressure the quarterback and force turnovers. Okay. And they do it at a high rate. I uh, got a redshirt freshman defensive end, Russo, 14 and a half sacks. Uh, will certainly be a freshman All-American. It's interesting that, you know, we talked about Amik, you know, and, you know, the source saying he would sit out the bowl game, and we don't necessarily buy into that. But Miami's going to have some players sit out the bowl game. Like, it's what you do, you know, at the yeah, C5 so, program. Yeah, and I'm not trying to, you know, beat a dead horse about – this bowl game, I, I, I genuinely am very thankful for the Independence Bowl. I'm thankful we're going. I'm thankful it's close. I think it's a good opportunity for Tech. But if I'm Miami, what am I thinking about going to Shreveport, Louisiana for a bowl game? Well, and that's a very good question. And Manny Diaz was posed the question yesterday in his media time. And he said, you know, this is a bowl game that we're looking to springboard us into 2020. We're going to play a ton of young guys. Obviously, they the two starting defensive ends, uh, let me get their names real quick, Garvin and Hill, uh, two guys that have combined, I think, for 11 sacks, will sit out the bowl game. So they're going to be without those two you know, solid pass rushers. But, like I said, they're going to play some young guys, and they're going to try to get some experience uh, for some freshmen and sophomores. I know they're looking for their secondary to really grow up and kind of mature to make it a complete defense. And, you know, this is a team, and I say they're 6-6, six and six, and and you ask how motivated will they be. That That's a big question. Because that's, a, that's not a good season for Miami. No, it's not. But at the same time, it's a team that's pretty young. It's a team that's going to throw a lot of young players out on the field. You look at their past recruiting classes. I know last year it was 36 nationally. But in 2018, they had the sixth-ranked class in the country. So, like, they got some talent. So, it's not like they're going to throw a bunch of scrubs out there. Right. But how motivated will they be? I think that's a big question because if we've seen anything about a Skip Holtz team, they're going to be ready to play in a bowl game. They love it. Skip's just out there, no reservations, being aggressive, Ben. Being aggressive. Being Don't aggressive. pour it on fourth down. Don't pour it on fourth down. This is uh, Jamar's last hurrah. Yep, it certainly is. Going out with mixed emotions from the fans, Ben. Maybe looking to make a statement, try to put a little positive spin on his senior year. Well, and listen, talk about Jamar real quick. Let's talk about him. If he winds up winning a tenth game, and I get it, and he missed the two biggest games of the year, probably cost Tech a conference championship. Like, no, it did. 
Like we're not going we're not going to sit it here. It cost him. No, we're not going to sit here and lie about it, it. It cost him. Yeah, we're not going to sit here and lie about Me it. Me and Tabes. It cost him. You, you, it is what well, let, let's just remove the probably, the possibly that it might have. It, it, it is it what it is. It definitely did. It, okay, it 100%. did. 100%. Right. Well, hey, we Death still taxes. got a 10-win season in front of us. Exactly. Death taxes and Jamar costing us a bowl game. Ben, I'm just saying. When's the last time Tech won 10 wins as a 84. single-A slash FBS school? Never. Exactly. We, Tech has got to win this game. Because if Ben comes in here next year and the bowl game streak is broken, oh. you might have Eeyore over there. Not, not, nine, and, nine and Tech four sounds like, okay, hmm, yeah, hmm. Yeah. Ten and three is like we're but pretty good. But ten and three is like, man, we won ten games last year. Dang right. What's that you always harp about on the recruiting trail? Uh, bowl games. No, not winning, winning. Not winning bowl games. They love winning. winning ten games. Exactly. Because if you win ten games, you're already going to a bowl. Game. I'm gonna, you know, Ben's gonna be my co-host next year if Tech loses this game. He's gonna be so sad coming in here. I got a problem with you calling me Eeyore. The, you're gonna be Eeyore if you don't. If you can't come in here. Clapping your hooves at old Skip Holtz and his bowl game victories, Ben. I'm just saying, that's the leg you stand on. You built a house on that platform, You got BC. me chat tonight. <laughs> I'm just saying, Ben, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I, I'm, I'm praying. Beck, I'm pretty ticked off. <laughs> I'm going to be praying for you. <laughs> Whew. Guys, Beck crossed the line tonight. Loves the bowl game. He crossed the line tonight. But, you know, you, you talk about Jamar and his legacy. If he can get to 10 wins... It'll Give be, it 20 years, and he'll be looked back on a little more positive. You're going to keep sleeping in his jersey at night as he gets the 10 wins, is what oh, you're telling I'm me. I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up. Had a had a request on the old Bleed Tech Blue message boards. And I don't know if you're up for it, but I hear that you spend a lot of time on deer stands, and you don't kill a lot of deer, so you got plenty of time I'm on your hands. I'm just selective, okay? I'm just selective. Plenty of time on your hands to write another poem. For who? About the ups and downs of the 2019 season. Ooh. What'd you say? What'd you Ooh. say? I'm going to give you a hard maybe on that. You know, come back first of the year, 2020? Bring a little Beck I think eight. I definitely, definitely need to get through the bowl game. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, Def- for sure. Just definitely need to get through the bowl game. For sure. For sure. But you think Is you this, could do that? I think I could. Is there a pay raise involved, Ben? Beck, I brought you a Christmas present tonight. I did get some red bulldog socks, but I feel like that may be more from Mrs. Bleed Tech Blue than it is from you. I bought them. Let's put it that way. Now, Beck, I, I, I had an interesting quote. From Manny Diaz and his media availability. We've all watched the U, the Mm. 30 for 30. Yeah. And that thing is tight. It is tight. That show is legit. Legit. And, you know, we know about the attitude that the Canes played with when they were a top 10 team. But I thought this was interesting. Manny Diaz was talking about his 2020 recruiting class. And he said he's signing a very low drama group. That's a direct quote. And they want a low-maintenance, high-output team. Does he know where he's coaching? (laughs) Don't believe so. And I'll tell you. I I don't know if that's going to work in Miami. Man, I I don't even know if we can touch on this without making some really big assumptions. Because if the U doesn't have swag, the U ain't the U. Yeah, you can't be the the U that's... You know, got a 4.0 and well-behaved. That's just, that's not the you. Not the you that I grew up watching. No. And I'm a grown man. You are a grown man. Ben, that's that's interesting. 
That's very interesting. And, and you know, because I, I feel like you take that job with confidence that you can control the culture, but not change it. You just got to control it. And listen, we as Louisiana Tech fans, we believe, like when we talk, hell, Ben, there might have been more controversy here at Tech this year than at Miami. You said it, not me. I said it. Woo! I feel good about it. You might be right, Taves. This may be your best show, back. You are on Bad. fire. You get, little, you get a little bye week. Let your body heal up a little bit. You, you come are back strong, Ben. I'm just saying that's. I didn't hear nothing out of Miami this year. We sure didn't. The one thing we've heard out of Miami this week: six and six eyeball. Their fans' response: I wish we had bowl bands. I don't even want to go. No. Well, like a, a marching band travel to the bowl? <laughs> I don't know. Or band. Band or band? Band. B-A-N-S. Oh. They're looking for the postseason band. They don't want to play in the eye bowl. Call up Nevin Shapiro. He can hook that up. <laughs> Dang right. Beck, you are bringing the heat I, tonight. Ben, I... Oh. Is, is La Tech the new U? <laughs> it could be. We got, the, we got the U in Farmville, don't we? We sure do. Not copyrighting, though, because... They, Got in trouble for that once. Yeah, yeah. Watch out for Rutgers and Rustin. Oh high. man! I mean, let's talk about that for a second. What kind of what kind of high horse do you have to be on to be going around to local small town high schools and getting mad about their logo? <laughs> Must have been Ray Rice. Free recruiting. <laughs> I mean, it's got. I mean, not or free advertising. Hey, ain't nobody in Rustin trying to go to Rutgers though. Pretty sure oh. they got a bunch of donuts in the wind call. Matt from the text line says, of course you didn't hear anything out of Miami this year. They are trash. <laughs> they are. Listen. Listen, the media don't want to talk about nobody that's 6-6. Six and six. Hey, but I was talking to a friend this week. Miami's trash, but Tech might lose. But here's the difference. <laughs> here's the difference. Who, who covers Tech? We got Bleed Tech Blue. Oh, that's all you need to say right there. We got Stop. the new star. We got, you know. K&OE, you know, all, all the different TV stations in Ruston and – or not Ruston, in Monroe and Shreveport. But the U, got a beat writer from The Athletic. Like, don't see too many people signing up for subscriptions at 6 and 6. Might want to help my boy Navarro out because he obviously didn't answer the phone tonight. Not going to trash him. Might have him back next week. But, <laughs> hey, the U needs to figure some things out, and I'm not going to say Manny Diaz on the hot seat. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. Is he on the hot seat? I think Manny Diaz is a great coach. Is this his second year? His first. His first year? I think he's a great coach. What did they go last year? Uh, they played under old uh, Mark Richt, went 6-7. and seven. Wisconsin blew him out in a bowl game to tie tech for five straight bowls, dead gummit. They're going to be 6-7 and seven this year. They might. Certainly Manny's might. Manny's got to turn it around. He certainly does. That's going to happen in two weeks. Like, how did we just end up trashing Miami? I'm not trashing Like, them. they're not a 10-point favorite. I mean, ooh. Ooh. Mm, I like that action. A little chill, I like little that chill down my back, Ben. Had to ride on over to Vicksburg. <laughs> Me and Tabes cutting out a little early tonight. Get in the car. Going right. to Vicksburg. Well, absolutely. Give me the money line. That's right. Golly. It's interesting. Pretty high. I'm line. not trashing Miami. Listen, I'm super no. pumped to be playing them. That's no. really good exposure for and, Tech. And they got a lot and of I talent like the on the roster. They yeah. got a lot of talent. On the Let's not sleep on them, BC. I ain't gonna sleep on them. Let's go. And ahead. we like Manny. We do like, and we like Blake Baker. Hey, like them both. Couldn't like them more. Just want to beat them. Just want to beat them one time in Shreveport, Louisiana. Let's go ahead, take our next time out, and we come back from the break. We're gonna hit it right down. 
the fairway right down Beck's Alley. We're going to talk some croutin. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. <laughs> Sports Talk 97.7. The Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show is brought to you in part by O'Neill Gas. O'Neill Gas offers propane delivery to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana. For more information, go to O'NeillGas.com. At First National Bank, we are committed to the individuals and communities we serve. We offer personal banking, mortgage lending, commercial lending, and cash management. Let us honor our pledge to be uncommon in all that we do by visiting one of our convenient locations in Arcadia, Ruston, Farmerville, Monroe, and West Monroe and experience our professional, enthusiastic service. First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank. Member FDIC. If you've been waiting for just one more good reason to buy a new EasyGo from Fairway Carts in Minden, here it is. New EasyGo carts from Fairway Carts are available with lithium batteries. That means a much longer battery life, which means more time for you to be out having fun on your EasyGo. From a standard golf cart to the big four and six passenger carts for the whole family. EasyGo is the industry leader in lithium battery technology. Their batteries are 100% maintenance free, deliver consistent performance with a longer life and much quicker charging time than conventional batteries. And best of all, they come with an unprecedented eight-year battery warranty. Don't wait any longer. You've got all the reasons you need to buy a new EasyGo from Fairway Carts in Minden. Come see the big selection in the showroom on Highway 531 just north of I-20 or call 318-371-CART. Gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Ben Carlisle, old bye week back, bringing the heat. John Taylor doing a fantastic job running the board. Beck, crazy as it may be, college football season winding down. I'm sad, Ben. Recruiting season Woo. is heating up. You know, nothing fires me up like a good recruiting season. Eight then. days away from the early signing period on December. This is, this is actually your favorite, one of your favorite well, things. Well, it, it is. I, and, I, and I'm proud of you because it doesn't tickle my fancy quite like yours does. I'm more of a, I'm more of an, what's that word, uh, immediate satisfaction kind of a guy. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I'd, so, I mean, I'm excited. I'm glad we're out there recruiting, Ben, well, but it takes me a couple years <laughs> to really be excited about the player we recruit. You know? I, I hear you. You got to see him on honest. the field. Yeah, yeah. I got to see him on the field. Yeah, I, I hear you. And listen, you know, normally throughout a football season, uh, we talk recruiting far more than we did this year. But the main reason being is La Tech had 21 commitments before the season even kicked off. And we were winning a lot. Yeah, it wasn't a whole lot of time to talk Cruton. No, a lot of time to talk about going undefeated after Texas. Yeah, <laughs> after, Texas. after Texas, we were going undefeated. <laughs> so, so let's take a look at this class. And obviously, uh, we we've mentioned in recent weeks, you know, twenty two overall commitments after an inside linebacker, Joran Dickey, 
uh, from Trinity Valley Community College commits this week. Uh, shows the Bulldogs over an offer from Nebraska. Uh, Dickey, six foot four, two hundred and thirty pounds, uh, will certainly look to replace uh, either Connor Taylor or Randy Hogan or Colin Scott. You know, you talk about Taylor and Scott, Tech's two starting inside linebackers uh, that will be departing due to graduation. So hopefully, uh, Dickey can come in and contribute right away. But you know, you look at this class: twenty-two commitments, ranks fifty-third nationally, number one. Number one class in Conference USA, uh, highest rated class that Skip Holtz, or it's on pace to be the highest rated class uh, that Skip Holtz has ever signed. Uh, And it's certainly, uh, like I said, a lot of the work was done back in the spring through the summer. And, you know, we've been tracking it all at BleedTechBlue.com, and you can certainly uh, join us at the website for only $9.95 a month, and we'll continue uh, to update you on not only – you know, the commitments, where they stand in their commitment, whether or not they'll sign in the early period, but also players that will be visiting. It's a gigantic recruiting weekend uh, coming up this weekend as Louisiana Tech tries to secure uh, some of its final commitments prior to signing day next Wednesday. And, of course, you know, Bleed Tech Blue Radio every Tuesday night, but next week, Wednesday night, bet you coming back? We got... Double radios next week. Double radio, a little signing day special Wednesday night. I didn't know that. Well, welcome to the club. You coming? I might. I got to talk to. Got to talk to Mrs. BTB co-host. Let her know. I got a couple of kids at the house. Ben, we got a plan for these things. Hey, I hear you. Got a little four-month-old. Oh, little youngin. Little youngin, Ben. Yeah, gonna have two shows next week. Of course, uh, we'll have the normal show Tuesday night, Wednesday night. We'll talk ninety minutes recruiting. That'll be. Woo. And not only, you know, we're not going to have just two guests. We're, we're going to try to have eight to ten guests uh, to come on and talk recruits. Uh, we'll, of course, talk, uh, you know, the big commitment in the class is the quarterback, J.D. Head, out of Pearland. Uh, when you look at Head uh, on paper, you know, 6'2", 185 pounds, a three-star commitment. Uh, you know, previously played his high school football in Oklahoma, transfers to Pearland, chooses the Bulldogs over Kansas uh, back in June, Les Miles, you can't recruit Skip Holtz. You can. And so it'll be uh, essential for Tech to get him signed next week. I think he's uh, planning on being an early early enrollee. Uh, should be here for spring practice. So we'll talk. Uh, we might even have J.D. Head on the program. So it's Let's gonna... get him in the studio. Uh, would be a long drive from Houston. <laughs> would be a long drive. Hey, if he's drive. serious about the Bulldogs, he'll do it. Yeah, I don't know if there's going to be too many that want to join us on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Bet. Why? I feel like this is a pretty good show. Wouldn't want to see you embarrass yourselves talking bowl games. Ben, don't even. Have you have you honestly thought about what you're going to do if Tech loses this game? I'm not discussing I mean, this did, Have right you now. even given it? I'm, wor- I'm literally worried about what you're going to do. We'll talk about it later. So you look at some of the needs in this class, and, you know... We're going to need a therapist if we lose, because you're going to be losing your mind. <laughs> There's 23 outgoing seniors, 22-23. Obviously, Carter Habick, uh, offensive lineman signed in the 2018 class, has announced he's in the transfer portal. So Tech's going to sign 25 guys in this class. And, you know, they might not all sign in the early period, but they'll get them signed by February. And the needs in this class, I think... When you look at having a full, complete class, you really look to sign a football team, basically. You're looking to sign a quarterback, a running back, 
Need yeah. 22 players, BC. Uh, a couple of receivers. Maybe a couple more. Offensive line, defensive line, outside linebackers, inside linebackers, safeties, corners. Uh, you're really looking to cover the whole nine yards. And, you know, that's what Tech has done to this point. Uh, you look at a class that's comprised of eight three-star commitments. Uh, I believe it's 13 two-star commitments, and I'm still working on getting Jordan Dickey uh, rated from the guys at Rivals.com. But, you know, it's a class that's filled with a tremendous amount of talent. Uh, the big-time commitment to this point, uh, Demarcus Mitchell, uh, outside linebacker, defensive end from a junior college in Mississippi, played his high school football with Amik Robertson at Thibodeau, uh, number 31-ranked JUCO player in the country, uh, has been committed to Tech since June, took his official visit to Tech this past weekend. Was he happy, BC? All indications point that way, but there's also a final weekend coming up. Talk, and talk to me a little bit about that. So, just for our, you know our average fans, maybe your co-host, uh, when somebody commits, they can just decommit whenever they want. Yeah, it doesn't mean a whole lot. So you're trying. Coaches are getting these guys, like you said back in June. They got to keep them happy. Well, yeah, and, and you're, keep recruiting them. Yeah, yeah, and you're continuing to recruit them. You're continuing to send them mail. You're continuing to visit their their high school or and a lot college. of thing that's really big important to these players is, is you know pictures in the uniform and oh, sending absolutely. them swag and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Like you got to make them feel like you know we kind of you you see the same you know ish pictures every time recruits come in, but that's a big deal for them. They're oh yeah, posting on their social media, especially in this day and oh, age. Oh my gosh! So that's a I mean that's a that's something that tech has to literally put energy into. Oh, it's making a daily this, basis. Yeah, isn't that wild? It's it, just wild, and it's a daily basis. And listen, these past couple of weeks since the UTSA game, the coaches have been on the road for the last two weeks, uh, not only visiting high schools and visiting junior colleges to identify prospects to visit with different coaches, but they're also taking in-home visits to these kids' house, talking to their families. And, you know, you look back at the suspensions between the players uh, that, you know, Beck says cost Tech a conference championship. Oh, 100%. But as a coach, you're sitting down in these kids' living rooms, and I'm not going to say, I don't know if control is the right word, but you're in charge of these kids for the next four or five years, and so – you have to take care of them, and you make a lot of promises to their parents and, and to their grandparents and their brothers and sisters. And so it's certainly big on the recruiting trail. And like I said, Demarcus Mitchell was in this past weekend. I know there's a chance that he takes a P5 visit this weekend. You know, Tech secured his commitment back in the summer over Tennessee and Kentucky, but there's been some late bloomers, some teams that are trying to jump on him late in the process uh, from both the Big Ten and the Big 12. Uh, so be sure to join us at Bleed Tech Blue to find out. I can't imagine being a kid trying to, to manage all these. You, you, it would be a difficult you, decision. You feel good and, and you feel safe and, and appreciated and wanted from a school. You commit to them early, but then all these schools that maybe you have a dream of playing against or you go to their locker room and their facilities and you're like, my gosh, this is unbelievable. And then they maybe, you know, schmooze you a little more. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's. Can you imagine? It's I mean, almost like whoever gets the last chance to talk yeah, to you. Yeah, I know. I know. And some of these guys, are they stay loyal, and some of them flip-flop faster than a pancake. A pancake. I mean, I don't I don't know. I just can't imagine being in that situation as an 18-year-old trying to make a decision about your future. You're thinking this could affect your availability to the NFL, and if I go here, will I get to play early? Or if I go here, will I stand out in national media? Like, I, I just, my gosh. Like, you just I don't, I don't even know where you start. Hey, Becky, i got a question All for right. you. You saw Aaron Allen. Started I did. two games. Yep. Two losses, yep. unfortunately. Yep. 
if you were tech, would you go get a grad transfer? Woo, that is a hot question, BC. Uh, Aaron's. This is his redshirt freshman year. Yeah. So you got. Yeah, I do for a year, and then I have Aaron. What about Weston Elliott? Ben, if you're going to go get a grad transfer, what? How how soon do you have to start that process? Right now? Yeah, I mean, you can't. You, you got to start doing the legwork for sure. Yeah, obviously you can't like go through spring and see how the competition is, and then get somebody in the summer. Mm-mm. Not happening. You think you would? Woo, Ben! I think, I don't I think know. it's on the table. I think I would. I, I would think. Definitely oh, I think look it's definitely it. on the table. I, I think I would look into it and see if I could find that right fit. That Cody Circle, that Jeff Driscoll. Yeah, I'll say this. Yeah, maybe you shop around and see what's out there, but I will say this. What will you say? I will say I will say I I I think I'm not saying Weston is the answer, okay? okay. But I think he, he needs extended playing extended time. Extended playing know. time. Yeah. You know. I've said that before. Yeah, I? yeah. Okay. Yeah, a couple dozen times. Okay. But it is what it is. I just wanted to ask you. And you know, you look at this class, obviously, uh, a few more spots to fill out. And I think the big thing for tech is Got to find some help on the interior of the defensive line. Obviously, Courtney Wallace graduates. Uh, Tech's pretty young behind those guys, uh, so I think it'll be important uh, to get some older guys. And then if Amik does go to the NFL, uh, I think it would be wise probably to bring in uh, maybe a Juco or a grad transfer at cornerback uh, to kind of fill that gap as some of the younger players in the program continue to mature. So that's really where things Stand on the recruiting trail. Of course, you can join us at the website bleedtechblue.com. Uh, only nine ninety five. <clears throat> excuse me. Well, only nine ninety five. So emotional about it. I know. You... Yeah, thought about a bowl game <laughs> loss for a second. I'm sorry, but yeah, you got nine ninety five a month. Uh, I mentioned that we had all the visitors in last weekend. A big weekend this weekend. Uh, be sure to join us at the website uh, as Tech nails down its final targets in the early period. So we we'll go ahead and take our next time out. We come back from the break. Nick Lewis of the Forgotten Five will join us. We're going to kind of put a bow, a segment early, put a bow on the Conference USA season, uh, kind of get Nick's thoughts on how things went uh, compared to some of the preseason expectations. So you're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. Got a lot of stuff? Ideal Portable Buildings has what you need. A new custom-built portable building built with quality materials at low prices no one will beat. Ideal also carries dirks and portable buildings in all sizes from a garden shed to a lofted barn cabin. And keep all your stuff covered with a new Eagle Carport from Ideal. Rent to own with no credit check and 12 months same as cash with approved credit. Find Ideal Portable Buildings on Facebook or call 699-9426. all the time. Excuse me? No, it doesn't. You always alert me. My point exactly. Cars that have forward-facing cameras need to be recalibrated when you replace the windshield. How would I know that? Most people don't. Next time, take it to Acme Glass and Mirror. They were the first one in the region that could replace your windshield and recalibrate your forward-facing camera. And unlike taking it to a dealership and paying out of pocket, Acme will bill your insurance. It's that easy. Thanks. I'm going to Acme Glass and Mirror. Uncommon, how would you describe it? Would it be above the ordinary? Outstanding? Exceptional? First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank, is above the ordinary. An outstanding bank dedicated to exceptional customer service, trust, and courtesy. First National Bank, we promise to be uncommon in all the things we do. Member FDIC. 
Bulldog fans, this is Chris Brister from Brister's Smokehouse, and I'd like to invite you to our new location, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston, across the street from our old location. Stop in and try our famous scatter load on your choice of four different types of bread. Our barbecue nachos are piled high with your favorite type of meat. And you have to taste for yourself our tender and juicy smoked cooked chicken, my personal favorite. So whether you're in town or at a tech game or just in the mood for the best barbecue in town, come see us at Brister's Smokehouse, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech Sports the way you'd like to? No worries. Just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Car Top Line, 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Ben Carlisle. By week, Beck Haynes, John Tabor running the board. Hey, over two on the hotline tonight. The guests are kind of standing us up. We got to get this Fairway Cards hotline uh, just from our regular tech fans. We got to get them going. Yeah, hey, you want tickets to La Tech, ULL basketball, Saturday afternoon at the Thomas Assembly Center. Text us your name, La Tech, 888-993-7762. We'll announce our winner in the next segment. Uh, you can get tickets to both Louisiana Tech and ULL. You can get tickets to La Tech, North Carolina Central. Uh, the following Tuesday, you can also win Lady Texter tickets this Friday night against Southeastern. Or I believe that is a Monday tip-off against Grambling. All four games will be inside the Thomas Assembly Center. Just text us your name and LaTeX to the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762. So, Beck, as we wait for Nick Lewis, if he decides that he wants to join the program, <clears throat> I believe it was, let me count, one, two, three, four, five, Six, seven, eight Conference USA teams will go bowling in 2019. Certainly, you like to say it's the worst conference in college football, BC. Eight out of 14 ain't oh, bad. That's pretty bad. <laughs> well, no, I guess you got to have about half of them. <laughs> yeah, you got to have about half. And listen, some good, intriguing matchups, of course. Beck, I think this is the game that you really wish that Tech would go to, the Bahamas Bowl. Oh, who's going to that, BC? Get you a nice trip, Charlotte and Buffalo. Wow, compelling. Yeah, can't imagine the ratings will be too high in that one. But, hey, listen, Will Healy has decided to stick around for another year of the head coach of the 49ers. Uh, they'll be playing in their first bowl game. Healy's done a fantastic job in year one, uh, leading them to a 7-5 and five record. He, his name was thrown around in some of the coaching discussions at both Ole Miss and and Missouri, uh, so certainly a nice reward for Charlotte to be able to travel to the Bahamas for their first ever bowl game. FIU and Arkansas State, I believe that's a matchup of six and six teams. FIU, of course, knocked off Miami there at the end of the regular season. Butch Ooh. Davis has them in a bowl game for, I believe, a third straight year. Uh, they'll be playing in Montgomery, Alabama, so I don't know if you would consider that a destination bowl. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nope. No. 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 Not happening. Following that up, December 21st, 8 p.m., the Blazers of UAB, fresh off a 49-6 loss. Just thumped. I'm Woo! not going to lie, man. I wasn't mad to see that. <laughs> no. no. I loved every I, second of it. I was, just, I, was on, I was conducting the old lane train, Ben. Fourth down, 
Kiffin leads 42 to 6. He dials it up for six and goes up 49 to six. That's the lane train at its finest. If he's got one foot out the door, you might as well just lay it on him. Especially against UAB. Because you ain't have to answer to anybody else in that conference because you ain't playing them. Like, I still ever can't again. believe Tech lost to UAB. They, they suck. UAB's not good. No. Their offense is terrible. Terrible. That's why I know for a fact, and Taves is with me, we would have won that game. Man, UAB gets a shot at Appalachian State. We should have won that game anyways. UAB's playing Appalachian State. Yeah, oh, they are going to roll them. UAB's going to roll Appalachian State. No! Okay, I was like, what? <laughs> App State is going to roll UAB. UAB going into the offseason. You off got season. a line on that? I think it will open at 17 and a half. Oh, oh how wow. do you go to a bowl game all excited to play when you're 18-point underdogs? <laughs> yeah. Brutal. All right, Brutal. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to we're gonna have to tw- uh, tweet up those Blazer fans when uh, oh, we we'll see let them know when Tech beats Miami and the Blazers lose by a hundred to App State. We're gonna let them know. Right, how about this next bowl matchup? All right, Florida Atlantic. Guess where they're playing their bowl game? Where at their home stadium? No way, the Boca Raton Bowl. Yeah, without Lane Kiffin. Yeah, who's coaching? Some GA calling plays. Yeah. They're gonna play SMU though. Pretty compelling matchup. Okay, my bad. Two ten and or SMU. Oh, can you two. imagine being? Are they just staying there because it's like we don't, we got well, no coach? It's interesting because you know FAU's won the league two out of the last three years, and both times they've played bowl games at home. They're saving money. What are they doing? I don't know. I, I can't imagine. I can see it being like, hey, we just changed coaches. We're not. No, going. I get it. Yeah, I get but that two years part ago, no. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I wouldn't want to play a whole. Let's like, get their AD on. Imagine playing in the Rustin High Bowl. Woo! At the joke. Or maybe Tech. The Tech Bowl. The Tech Bowl. Technology Bowl. Wouldn't like it. Beck, I got to know. This next one. Tell me. Marshall against UCF. Ooh. Marshall going to take, it, take no. it off the chin? Marshall going to get thumped. Really? UCF, they're 9-3. and three. But hey, got one of the better offenses in the country. They should. You think they should be twelve and zero? This shouldn't be twelve and zero. I think the AAC is pretty good, but it, it's certainly going to be interesting to see if Marshall can give them a game. Of course, Louisiana Tech and Miami. Oh, back. Bye week. Back. About time, BC. Oh, good friend of the program calling us in on the fairway car hotline. Robbie and Shalmet. Robbie, what's happening down in the Bayou, my friend? Hey, yeah, it's Robbie Shalmet. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, it's been a long couple of days since Sunday. You know, I was in the dome. Kind of lost my voice a little bit. I'm a little hoarse. Um, but the good news was that I didn't have to bet on the dogs. I didn't have to lose that bet. Nice. But tell you what, Manny D thinks he's going to come back to Shreveport and do something to the dogs. Hey. I wish he was his face. <laughs> Ain't happening, is it, Robbie? Oh, there I got a bit again, Ben. I tried to talk to Robbie after oh. he was done. You can't do it. When he's done, he's done. When Robbie's, I, Robbie sounded a little under the weather. Yeah. I give him credit. He yeah. had to get in and get out. I tell you what, you're on the boat. That wind blowing down, it's just tough. You It'll lose your boat. Throat. You know, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah, It's good to hear from Robbie. Oh, glad to hear he's still alive and kicking. I get a little worried when we go a few weeks without hearing from Robbie. Whew. I know Taves gets worried. Hey, he's a little concerned that Manny D's trying to come to Shreveport. It ain't happening. Ain't I mean, ha- he's coming, but it ain't. He ain't leaving with a W. Ain't happening. Elsewhere, in the toilet bowl, 
Western Kentucky. Taking on Western Michigan. Battle yeah. of the Westerns. A little Frisco Bowl action. Okay. That's I, a that's I'm surprised. No, not the Frisco Bowl. Okay, good. First responders bowl. Also a little surprised there too. Yeah. Western Tex Tex played in both those. Yes. They, I don't know if they played in the first responders. Which they played one we in the play Frisco in? and the Dallas Heart of Dallas. Might have changed to the old first responders. Not sure though. I think huh. it has. I think it has. Okay. So they have played in that bowl. Good call. Okay, that's what I thought. I don't really have much intrigue to watching a game at 10.30 a.m. on December 30th. Oh. Probably going to have to work if that's not a Saturday. I'll tell you, B, we got our stat guy over there with the calendar. That's a Monday, bro. Yeah, probably going to work that day before a Monday the Monday at 10.30 a.m. little rough. A little rough. That's interesting. <laughs> Back, final bowl game for Conference USA. Some intrigue. Finally, North Texas. He ain't bowling. They're four and eight. <laughs> I was testing you. <laughs> Southern Miss. Oh gosh. Jack Abraham, Mister yeah. Interception himself. Did we talk about? Did y'all talk about Jack last week? Twenty-five I mean, ints in twenty-one games. Yeah, we talked about him. I know Lane wrote it in his in his beautiful article. But Abraham's terrible. He's bad, but he but man, just one last jab at Tech. Yeah, one last. Just losing that game. Yeah, one last you-know-what. Yeah, just, you know. Where the sun don't shine. That's right. So Southern Miss take on Tulane, the green no, wave. No, tight. <laughs> little Frisco Bowl action. That'll be tight. Not Frisco Bowl. Yeah. Armed Forces Bowl. There it is. January we played that 4th. one, haven't we? Yeah, we played in the Armed Forces. Beat Navy. Yeah, beat, we did. Beat the Academy. So, wow. I can't I'm going to be honest. I'm I can't see Jack Abraham winning no, a bowl no, game, no. so I'm, that's why he don't fit here. I'm most excited about Tech's game, not just because I'm a Tech fan. If I'm looking around the conference, I would be I would be feeling like Tech Tech won that deal. Yeah. That should make Tech fans feel better. Hey, hopefully it does. I, I think, you know, when you look at the matchups and, you know, La Tech and Miami, and we can say that, you know, like we talked about earlier, we can say that we don't want to play in Shreveport. I mean, we know we're not going to ask you where you go to high school. You don't love the city of Shreveport. I know you're in Alaska, and, like, we get it. But take out one heck of a matchup against the best opponent that any Conference USA team is facing. I'd play him in that field by Temple. Yeah. Paint it up. Paint it up. Play flag. <laughs> That's a 2019 football game if I've ever seen it. Yeah. <laughs> You want to play it by Temple? Uh, uh, yes, I'm saying I would. I'm that excited. We can hit El Toro after. Uh, food, food will be out before you walk in the door in order. <laughs> Unsh what is that? Unashamed plug for El Toro. Yeah. The fastest service in town. Yeah, they're pretty good. So, Beck, i got a question for you. Outside of Amik Robertson, does Tech have anyone on its roster that will go to the NFL? Yeah, I think we got some – do you th do you think Jamar gets a chance? Do, I was going to ask you. Do I think? No, I don't think he gets a chance. I think he gets. A chance. I think he gets a chance. Okay, I'll say it. I think he gets a chance, but he doesn't get drafted for sure. No, he's not going to get drafted. No, no, he's not. He's going to be a, I think he gets, a UDFA. Yeah, I think he gets a chance. Hey, Tapes, do you think he gets a chance? He, he might get a UDFA. I, yeah. I think. I think specifically because of the the quarterback problems the league had this year. I got a name I'm going to throw out you. All right, let's hear it. Bobby Holly. Bobby Holly is a really good football player. Working his butt off onto somebody's roster. And just find uh, hey, hey, who knows? Who knows? Bobby Holly, I'll I'll say this. And nothing against Bobby Holly. He's a dang good football player. Boy's little brother's something else, his, too. Yeah, he is. 
Bobby Holly is so good. He just didn't fit like what Tech does offensively for the most part, and so he never really got a chance to shine. Is that like a Hunter Lee situation? <laughs> Probably a little better I, than Hunter so, Lee. I, I get where Beck's coming from. Because that. the first year with Hunter Lee, everybody was like, oh, and then we changed Well, coach. he's a square peg that on a board was nothing but round home. Yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Just didn't really and then fit. changed coach, and then we never really got him worked in the offense after that. That's fair. Nah, nah. I don't know if Bobby Holly will go to Europe and play in the German League, though. He might, bro. Hunter was pretty good in the German league. I heard he put up some yards. I think I could have put up some yards. Heard in they term. shut down the league right after. Really? No, he he shut down the whole league, <laughs> yeah. probably. Probably like, hey, this American's a little too good for what we're putting out there. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think he could. I, you know, I've heard some rumblings that Dwight Stallworth might get a look. You know, you, you never really know. And, you know, Courtney Wallace, healthy for the first time in his career. It, it's just so hard to tell. And a lot of this stuff depends on – how do you perform at, you know, your senior day or your senior day, your pro day? You know, you talk about a guy like uh, Avontarius Dora who, you know, good career at Tech, didn't ever jump off the page at you, but you look up five years later and he's still fighting for a job in the league. It's like, like if, if you get it done at your pro day and impress some scouts, you got a chance. And I think there's, you know, Kurt Hester, the job that he's done as a strength and conditioning coach is unrivaled. So he's going to have those guys ready to show some of their explosiveness. And so it'll be interesting to see, you know, who gets a shot uh, outside of, you know, obviously Meek Robertson, who hasn't entered the draft, but I would say it's pretty fair that we expect him to enter the draft. Yeah, and that's not even based on any information other than just uh, looking at the situation and, you know, seeing that it really makes a ton of sense like dude you're so good like, dude, just you're go good just go go play the next first football. team all-american yeah like, i mean yeah, you don't just get that and then go sit you know go back to the go back to the old university. come back for a bowl game go back for a little bowl game hey he might be wanting to go for seven you never know never know so let's go ahead take our final time out of the night back when we come back what are we gonna do well put a bow on it bc absolutely you're listening to believe take blue radio sports talk 97.7 At First National Bank, we have a strong team of bankers who are dedicated to meeting the needs and dreams of our customers. With competitive rates, tailored loans, and exceptional customer service, your experience with us is sure to be like no other. We invite you to come tailgate before every Louisiana Tech home game. First National Bank, we are the uncommon bank. Visit us online at fn.bank, member FDIC. Have you looked at the calendar? The seasons are changing, and fun season is almost here. You mean fall season? Nope, fun season. Because any season is more fun with a new Easy Go golf cart from Fairway Carts in Mendon. With an Easy Go that perfectly fits your lifestyle, you'll have fun at the football games. Fun with the family on a camping trip or riding around the neighborhood. Even have fun in the woods during hunting, I mean hunting season. And Fairway Carts always has a great selection of easy-go gas or electric carts with the performance you need and the value to please any budget. Experience the comfort of an easy-go personal cart, the convenience of a multi-passenger cart, or the rugged durability of an easy-go utility cart. Yes, fun season is coming, and it's going to be your new favorite season of the year. It all starts with a new easy-go from Fairway Carts in Minden on Highway 531, just north of I-20. 
give them a call at 318-371-CART. Hey, DQ fans, ready for the crazy flavor you crave on the classic chicken strips you love? DQ Sauce and Toss Chicken Strip Basket is back with your choice of palate-pleasing honey barbecue glaze or new spicy sweet glaze with Frank's Red Hot. Get four sauced and tossed all-white meat strips, crispy fries, and ranch, all in one basket. This much flavor in a one-meal deal is a no-brainer. All you have to do now is choose the sauce. Try the Sauced and Tossed Chicken Shrimp Basket today, only at your DQ. And don't forget your blizzard. Get ready for a healthy dose of Louisiana Tech sports. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank, is back on the radio. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline. Get ready for a healthy dose of Louisiana Tech sports. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank, is back on the radio. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Ben Carlisle, Beck Haynes. Final segment of the night. Want to go ahead and announce our winner of the ULL tickets. Winner is Rafe. Rafe, you can pick your tickets Mm. up here in Ruston at the studio. Rafe, you are the winner. Louisiana Tech, ULL on the hardwood. Saturday afternoon, 4 p.m. Beck, that's an interesting matchup. You know, Dunkin' Dog's going to be wearing some throwbacks. Yeah, Ben. A lot of controversy on the old throwbacks. Yeah, what were your thoughts? Uh, I like the basketball throwbacks. I did. I did. Interesting uh, approach in the old bookstore. It was quite interesting. But we won't touch on that, Ben, because we are all things positive here at Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Absolutely. And so, you know... But, I mean, we got two weeks of the bowl game. Might as well start supporting some Dunkin' Dogs. Well, I agree. And if you get an opportunity to go out, listen, it's a 4 p.m. tip. Like, listen, I can take my one-year-old. Yeah. You can bring your four-month-old. She can sleep during the game. Nope. Not bringing her, bro. A little fussy at 4 p.m. Really? Yeah. Normally. Little witching hour in the evenings. All right. Give her a little oatmeal. (laughs) She's four months, Ben. Bro, put it in the bottle. (laughs) It works. Oh, Daddy BC over here. <laughs> Daddy BC's got it figured out. But hey, listen, you talk about basketball season, and you know, Tech's off to a six and three start, and you know, you look at the schedule prior to the year, and obviously, the three games that stick out are Creighton, Indiana, and a road trip to Mississippi State as well. Uh, I don't think you could say you expected to win those games, but you ended up picking up the one win against Mississippi State. But on the opposite side, you drop a game to Sam Houston State that you didn't necessarily expect to lose. But at the end of the day, Tech's 6-3, and three, uh, really right where you expected them to be in the preseason. And hopefully, you know, Eric Conkle and his team uh, can get things going, uh, you know, prior to conference play starting up here. I believe conference play starts on Saturday. I believe that's December... No, it's Monday in Hattiesburg, Monday, December 30th against Southern Miss. And so, you know, prior to those games, you got Lafayette, obviously, Saturday. You got North Carolina Central on Tuesday, the 17th. And then you'll play Southern University out in New Orleans on December 21st before a nine day break, uh, you know, over the Christmas holidays. So, you know, you got three more opportunities uh, to potentially get your team ready uh, to compete for a Conference USA championship. And I think this team is certainly talented enough i know they are picked number three or number four in the preseason everything we've seen to this point has been expected but i got one problem tell me can the dogs make some free throws oh 
Eight of 19 at Sam Houston State? Like, come on! Step up to the lawn and knock it down. (laughs) Go see a sports psychologist or something. Knock it down! (laughs) Come on! To me, that's, that's, that's an issue where there's just no excuse. Like, just shoot it and make it. If you got to shoot a granny shot off the backboard, do it. But make it. Eight of 19. Ben, do we need to do a little bleed tech blue? Free throw shoot? Yes. Ex- exhibition? It's been a long time since right. we played. Let me tell you something about Ben Carlisle when he plays basketball. Keep your elbow in and knock it down. We used to play in college at the church, and Ben would just slow jog down the court and go stand up in the corner. Shoot Daddy's his, corner. Shoot his jump shot, yell Daddy's corner, and it would go in every time. Oh, hey, I could shoot the three. Ben, I think Bleed Tech Blue needs to go to the gym this week, <coughs> show the fans that 8 of 19 ain't cutting it. Ain't cutting it, and we can beat it. You certainly want to see the dogs start shooting free throws better. Hey, everything else I'm happy with. I'm happy with it. it got a good rotation. Got some guards really playing the game well. Amari Archibald. Derek Jean, just that glue guy. Caleb Ledoux starting to shoot the rock. Obviously, Jacoby Pemberton's been out the uh, last couple games. Due I to love injuries. that name. Jacoby Pemberton. Woo! Glue guy. I love it. Can do it all. Mo Muhammad inside just grinding for rebounds. Certainly a fun team to watch. And so hopefully they can get things together here in the last three games of non-conference play. Beck, got one more thing to share for you. And we talked about Boston Scott earlier. I thought this was pretty interesting. I wanted to share it. You know, prior, well, I believe it was prior to the game that the Eagles played Monday night. Uh, who'd they play last night again? I'll tell you. The Giants. Yeah. Prior to the Giants game, they, you know, Eli Manning obviously getting, you know, his last two rise wipes there. Boston Scott's like, I don't really care. I'm going to ruin it. So, Boston Scott, Sunday night. He was tasked with having to speak to the Eagles' offensive line tight ends and running backs. And they do this every week. And, you know, the Athletics shared this article. If you want to go read it, you can. It's exceptional. But he had to speak to really the entire Eagles' offense. And they really they go over the game plan prior to the game. But one player speaks. And this week, it was Boston's turn to speak. And the article states that, you know, Boston was so nervous and, you know, he, he comes up with all these notes and these different points that he wants to touch on and all these different things. And, you know, we're familiar, and really Tech fans are familiar with his story. You know, he's a walk-on. You know, he's been doubted at every level. You know, the whole shebang. And he's made it, and he's certainly deserved a lot of credit. But, you know, he, he they said that, you know, he goes through this. And it, coming into this game, he only had 23 carries for 94 yards in his career. Like, a relatively unknown player. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. And so you talk about him having to speak in front of so many players that are so accomplished. Alshon Jeffrey, Jason Kelsey, Zach Ertz, you know, one of the better tight ends in the league. And, you know, it says that, you know, he just he just went away from his, his notes. He just said, I'm going to speak from my heart. I'm going to tell everything that I've been through, you know, from fifth grade all the way up to now. And you see that some of the respect that he earned from some of the Eagles' better players. Jason Jason Kelsey talked about how hungry Boston Scott is on a daily basis when it comes to being a scout team guy. Uh, you know, Zach Ertz realized how much of a grinder he really is. And I just thought it was a really cool story 
that Boston garnered so much attention after such a great performance. Talked about after the game, Jalen Mills, a starting cornerback, said, Boston Scott, come on up. Y- y- your turn at the podium. And it's like, like, dude, th- 